What's up, what's up, what's up? You are now tuned into What's the Word podcast. I am your host, Just Jazz, and I have three main goals to encourage you to grow godly character, to equip you to live effectively in today's society, and to open you to salvation through Jesus Christ. So ditch what you heard and let's discover what's the word. Today's episode is titled Security, Them or Me, because there's a lot going on in America right now and people are scared and behaving as such. Our sense of security has yet again been shaken by those who are deemed to protect and serve. Which brings me to today's guiding question of how much of your security lies in your possessions, position or reputation? I was going to do wins for the week, but struggles fit way better. And so a struggle for this week is not becoming too involved with what's going on. I want to take this time to honor the lives of those who were victims of police brutality and social injustices. It is very real and a timely solution is definitely needed. Being a realist, there's only so much that I can do, but I'm committed to doing what I believe will help. If you want to join me, please do. I've decided to fast from social media and pray for this week. We need it. So let me set the scene. Esther is a queen after some intensive beauty treatments and following the guidance of those who love her. A true rags to riches story. She lives a pretty low-key lifestyle, never disclosing her true Jew. That is until her cousin slash dad gets into some petty beef with the second in command to the king and makes it known that all Jews must go ASAP. Mordecai pleads that Esther talks the king out of his heinous decision, but she knows that it will involve risk. Big risk. Risk that at first she wasn't willingly ready to take, but after some convincing and reminding that she too was a Jew, She decided to choose others over herself. As Christians or believers, we cannot harbor selfishness or hate inside of us. The one thing that makes us great is that Jesus died for all of our sins, meaning we all fall short of the glory. We have to get smarter about doing life, noticing that no one has the answers and we're all just trying to find our way. This week, I challenge you to stop finding faults in others and realize we're all the same. Their sin just looks different from yours. If you want to read more about Esther in scripture, Esther's story can be found in the book of Esther. Duh. <laughs> it's a quick 10 chapter read. Please read it in its entirety. Today, I want to remind you that it is only when our security rests on God and his unchanging nature that we can face the challenges that life is sure to bring our way. Life is hard and the only thing constant is change. Let's analyze Esther's life and make the necessary adjustments in ours. Some strengths we can observe from her life is that she combined courage and careful planning to save others and not just herself. Don't let your desire for approval, popularity, or applause drive you to do things that you shouldn't be doing. She was also open to advice and willing to act. A lot of us just don't want to hear it. And James 2 verses 26 says, faith without work is dead. She was more concerned for others than her own security. She said things like, if I perish, I perish. And we should have this same level of commitment when standing up for others. Do you try to save yourself by remaining silent than standing up for what's right? Decide to do what God wants for you and trust him for the outcome. Some lessons we can learn from her life is that serving God often demands that we risk our own security. So I want to ask you, how many times can you recall risking your security for selfish reasons? I can think of something as recent as just yesterday. God has a purpose for the situations in which he places us in. There were times when I thought that the devil was in control of bad situations and that's what he wanted me to think. But God is in control of everything. The glorified positions and the humbling ones. It's all a part of the process. Trust the process. Courage while often vital, does not replace careful planning. I'm going to say it again. 
Courage, while often vital, does not replace careful planning, period. Do not let your fear paralyze you, but always have a strategy. Don't be so strategic that you don't act and don't be so busy acting that you're not as strategic as you can be. I know that that was fast and a lot to unpack, but here are some application tools that we can apply to our life after reading the book of Esther. The first thing that we can know to do is to let God be God. We cannot put people or ourselves in better positions than God. He works all things together for all, not just for us, not just for the people we are around, but for all. If we were to have that kind of power, we would definitely leave some people out. The good, the bad, the ugly is all bigger than us. We should stop hating. No one decided to be a certain race. That's not how that works. There isn't a little candy shop in a womb that asks us our preferences before spitting us out. It just happens. Racism is not dead, but we have the power to dead it in our lives. We are made in God's image. No race greater than the next. Check yourself because you might be more a part of the problem than you know. Deliverance can only come from God. And I know I said that in the last episode, but that is true for any situation. We might think that we're doing a little something, but it's really God. Our obedience is a part of the plan. God turned around the day where all Jews were to be eliminated to a day where all Jews celebrate their deliverance. God is in total control, not man, no matter how bleak the situation looks. Another thing we can learn from Esther is that if we're going to talk about it, we need to be about it. And that's actually a personal favorite that needs to be at the top of my list. During this time, there's a lot of talk and little action. If we switch subjects and just talk about our personal lives right now during this pandemic. Seriously, what did you say you would like to do during this time that you haven't done? For me, it's writing. I love to write. Or so I thought. I have all of this time and still haven't produced. When God places me in the room with New York Times bestsellers, they're going to want to see a product and not listen to a promise. If no one has told you, actions speak louder than words. Faith without work is dead. So if God has told you to do something, do it. God didn't tell me to riot. He didn't tell me to protest, but he did tell me to pray. And I know that prayer is the strongest tool in my arsenal. The last thing that we need to know is that we have to move smarter. It takes great wisdom to survive in an unbelieving world. We cannot fight like those of this world. We have to make sure that we too are on the front lines, but our battlefield is truly in the mind and spirit. If Mordecai, Esther, and the Jews would have fought back regularly, who's to say what would have happened? But they were very strategic and called on the only one who could truly save. A lot of the battles we fight physically starts first mentally. The enemy stays scheming, y'all. I'm telling you, he stays scheming. So we have to stay ready. When you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Esther shows us what it really means to be a ride or die. Those were really her only two options. And she chose to ride. She knew her God was bigger than any fear or personal battle that she faced. Esther entered the battlefield with security that is found beyond this world. Are you willing to let God be your ultimate security? Once again, I would like to thank you for tuning into What's the Word podcast. If someone was on your mind while listening, please share the link with them. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a review, you guys. Reviews, reviews. I need reviews. <laughs> Make sure you connect with us on social media on Instagram at underscore underscore what's the word podcast and on Twitter at underscore underscore what's the word. If no one has told you today, I love you and I appreciate you. Now go be a blessing. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode where we talk about the angry man. Hey, man.